0: guys, and welcome to the newest episode of Be hero Presents Slightly Agitated, where a bunch of idiots come on here and talk about a topic and mostly attempt to irritate each other. I am your host, an idiot numero uno, Brian, host of many shows here on Be hero Presents. And with me tonight is idiot numero dos, Josh Martinez. How are you doing tonight,
1: Josh? I am doing pretty good. How about yourself?
0: Oh, I'm actually extremely tired for today. I don't know why. I'm just really tired. Uh, <laughs> sad, sad, but true. Uh, that being said, idiot number three and former devotion championship wrestling heavyweight champion Andrew. So
2: well, how are you tonight? So well. Um, slightly agitated and sober. So that's that's how I'm doing.
0: Well, I guess that segues perfectly into the almighty question
2: we ask every week. What are we drinking? Well, I I'm haven't got drinking drinking anything. Drinking. Neither of you have anything? Mm-mm. No. We have a Christmas
0: party tomorrow. To that's the whole Christmas reason Ayers why tonight, I'm but not
2: drinking anything. I, I've, I've got, got the alcohol. almighty
0: uh, Maker's Mark whiskey, as I as I do. That being said, I'm not bringing whiskey to the party. Uh, my wife has convinced me, mostly because it's already been paid for.
2: I'm bringing a 12-pack of hard Mountain Dew Baja. Wait. What? Hard Mountain Dew Baja. They make that? They do. Because we have, we have a 12-pack uh, of whatever of Mountain Dew Baja Blast, but that's, I'm shocked that they actually make a hard gimmick of that. That's oh, nice you will thing. have
0: some tomorrow then when I bring it over. My, so uh, you have to go get it out of like Wendover or Evanston because Utah doesn't have it here. But uh, no we way. have a couple of friends that go like every two months out to Wendover, and every month they've been bringing back a tow pack for my wife. And uh, so we have like three unopened 12 packs and then one in the fridge because my wife just does not drink them fast enough.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, that's good. <laughs> yeah.
0: So we have one to share. <laughs> oh, sweet. With all that being said, I think our topic tonight, as it's already been predetermined by the So Well, we are going to talk about our superhero movies coming to an end. Are there too many out there? Are people just burn out on them? The whole gambit. We'll talk about what's going on with Marvel, DC movies and everything. And you know, compare them against movie genres that have come out in the past that have kind of had people burn out for a long time, like you know, Westerns and Kung Fu movies and so on. So that being said,
2: questions on the table. Are we burnt out on superhero movies? I wouldn't um, say that... I mean... Oh, go ahead, sir.
1: I wouldn't say Burnt Out. I just think there's such a cash grab, right? That they're just... They're not taking the time they did when they first started getting big. And they're just shoveling it and throwing it out there. Because I still enjoy, like, The Flash. The Flash wasn't the greatest fucking movie Ezra Miller can... Go crawl in a hole and die for all I care. But I still found it entertaining. I still find them entertaining. It's just so little effort is being put into these movies now, it seems like. To me anyways.
2: Very much agree with that statement. So well. Uh... Um I feel like they're oversaturating the market, so I guess it's pretty much the same thing that Josh is saying. Just because like, I mean, and it's, it's quantity over quality. So, I mean, again, this is probably just agreeing with Josh anyway. It's just, they're just releasing all this shit. Like, so like before the writer's strike, they were going to release, um, Loki season two. Then, then the following, like two weeks later was going to be, um, the Marvels. And then like the week after the Marvels came out was going to be echo. Echo is obviously delayed now until January or February, I think. January. Um I mean, fuck you, it's January, so you know that's gonna be good. Um so I mean, so obviously that that's changed because of the Rider Strike and all that, but like I mean, as far as Marvel is concerned, like they're they're just putting out turd after turd and I think it's Yeah, I I think I'm just saying the same thing that Josh is saying, but just in different verbiage.
0: I would go on the quality isn't there. There is a lot of good in the mix, but you have to kind of find it. As an example, Loki season two was very good, but that was after a lot of critical failures that they had, uh, that a lot of people didn't like. Uh, as you know, you I'm a comic fucking book
2: snob, you bitch.
0: I was about to but say, I'm a comic book snob. So I, I found uh, enjoyment in most things. But like with Josh, I was en- I enjoyed the Flash movie. But there was a lot of stuff I didn't enjoy. By like, no means what I was going to say, that was a perfect movie. I, and nowhere at all was ever going to say that. But there was a lot of stuff I enjoyed in it. Um, and I could see the path they were trying to go down that they failed. And I, I think that's the one of the biggest things right we have right now is it feels like they get a property idea for a superhero or superhero story and they try to do that property by jamming the square peg in a round hole and not give any time to make it fluid, which is something that was so good about Marvel's first three uh, phases. Is A lot of it made sense. Even the weaker ones, right? Where you had like Thor 2 and Iron Man 3, the weaker of the uh, the, uh, first three phases. They still made sense to what was going on in the story, and they kind of pushed things along a bit better. But really... Save a few hits here or there. Everything was just throwing spaghetti against the wall. If you take things out of context and you just try to enjoy it for what it is, there was a lot of good there. But for the most part, as the whole, especially with Marvel right now, there's not. Um, and another good example of a good quality out of a mix uh, out of a whole lot of bad was the Batman with DC. That was. Amazing.
2: But look at how many critical flops they had going up into that point. I mean, DC's been trying to play catch up with fucking Marvel since they announced their own cinematic universe. What was yep. it? Uh Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Yep. And with with I mean <clears throat> I don't know. Zack Snyder's like, he's a good director. I just don't know. Well, I mean, we kind of know now, but like, I don't think he could handle a whole fucking universe. Um, And I mean, even though like Justice League, the Snyder cut was pretty good. It was a lot better than the, the other one. I'm forgetting the name of the movie now, but um, it was just Justice League. <laughs> But it was. Um, uh, I I met Josh uh, Whedon's oh, cut. Weedon. Josh Whedon, yeah. yeah. Um. But um. Yeah. So I don't fucking know. So yeah, DC's been trying to play catch up. That's why they were like, um, you know, uh, let's go ahead and just jam out these movies and then fucking get our team up movie unearned, and then because I, I forget. What can, I think Wonder Woman was before it and then Aquaman was after the team-up movie. The yes. Justice yeah. League movie. I mean, Wonder Woman was a great fucking movie. Um, so, like, obviously women fucking superhero movies can sell um, regardless of what, you know, people are fucking saying. Because, I mean, just the whole, the whole reason obviously is that the whole reason we're talking about this obviously is because the Marvel's fucking flopped hardcore at the box office two weekends ago. Yeah. Um, so the, um, yeah, I mean, female led superhero movies can obviously fucking work. So whoever says that, that, You know, we're all sexist and go die in a fucking hole for all I care. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. That's, that's basically, am I making sense? Yes,
0: you totally are. Um, I did see the Marvels, uh, and it's the same thing as I've been saying. There was stuff I enjoyed, a lot of stuff I enjoyed in that one. Um I took my youngest daughter, who's a huge Captain Marvel fan, and she also loves Miss Marvel um and everything. So that movie was made for my youngest daughter. But for the regular civilian who's just going to go see a movie because it was a Marvel movie, there's so much extra homework you have to do, which is one of the other big problems with Marvel right now, that you're spending the whole time trying to figure out what's going on with this person. Who is this? Where did they come from? And they don't really touch on anything. And with the Marvels, the biggest problem I had with them was honestly pacing because they did a lot of spending time on something that really didn't matter. And then not spending enough time on something that does matter. Uh, I mean, visually it was beautiful. It was acting was fine for, some of the characters. Uh, ironically, the girl who plays Miss Marvel, uh, Iman Vellani, uh, she was not an actress. She got picked up by, uh, to do Miss Marvel. Is actually auditioned for it just because her friends suggested her to do it, but she didn't do drama classes. She didn't do acting at all and got the role for Miss Marvel. She was the best actor in the movie. Well, and her family, who was also in the movie. Um, but uh, Brie Larson,
2: it was kind of all over the place with the acting and she's supposed to be the lead, like the lead. And, Oh, sorry. The, the fucking also just with, the um, Captain Marvel, like that movie made a billion dollars. So again, female led super movies can fucking make money. Like oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, We're not looking at the past, but, um, I mean, I didn't care for Captain Marvel, the original, and I thought Brie Larson's acting in that movie was like subpar. Like there was a couple line reads where I was like, that's the take you went with like that. That was pretty fucking terrible. Yeah. Uh,
0: and like, I've seen Brie Larson do some other stuff that she did an amazing acting job in. So I know it's not just her, but it was definitely choices that were made by both her and the directors. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, because there are two separate directors for the movies, uh, the, the Captain Marvel and the, the Marvels. Uh, so I know she can do well. But I, I, I heard a, a quote on there uh, about Brie Larson's Captain Marvel that kind of felt like it nailed it for me perfectly. And it was, uh, well, she fits the costume perfectly. And that's exactly what it felt like, especially in the second one, and the Marvels movie. Because she was just there to to be the good-looking person. Um, I think the best take for Captain Marvel that she did was actually in Endgame. I think she did a better version of Captain Marvel, is what I expect Captain Marvel to be, was in that and you one. You know why?
2: The Russos? No, because she was barely in that fucking movie. <laughs> There's that too. (laughs) But
0: again, I think that's one of the the problems with these Marvel movies right now and is there's no clear direction Um, going. So going up to Avengers, all of that was kind of pushed along with, um, uh, Oh my gosh, what's his name? Um, decorated, he directed Iron Man, John Favreau. Uh, John Iron Favreau, Favreau pushed those along going up into Avengers, uh, and then towards the tail end, had um uh, uh, Josh Sweden working with him on that because Josh Sweden directed the original Marvel's movie or Avengers movie, right? Um, mm-hmm. and then well, the they kind of had a path helped again, laid out by a Favreau going towards Endgame and was. He kind of handed that off to the Russos after Civil War, and the Russos took it and just ran with it like crazy. But Feige's kind of been the one leading the charge since then, and I don't, I not don't think he has an idea what he wants because it feels like he's trying to sell the product more than make the story, right? And you see that with as much content as they've been pushing out with uh, Disney+. Plus, Like there for a while, they were having a new Disney show that was either Marvel or Star Wars every day, like every week. There was some, a new episode of one of those brands. And I think that flooded it so much with garbage. Um I didn't say garbage, flooded so much with unrefined turds that it made it very hard for you to want to watch it. And then when they did the movies, they weren't there. Like I was explaining this to uh, one of my coworkers the other day who's a wrestling fan, and we were talking about this. And what they really need to do is do the Disney Plus shows as like the weeklies for WWE and AEW, like where they have like Raw and SmackDown stuff like that, and kind of build the story and have that be the pay per view is the big movie, but it right, doesn't should, really
2: feel like that. I mean, yeah, that's that's what they're going for, but I think, I mean, one, like I think everyone's fucking checking out just in general because of fucking how annoying the characters fucking are. Um and just also like the um well I not that the characters are fucking annoying, but I mean I think the writers that they're hiring are fucking terrible. Um and so it's making characters that you're supposed to like fucking annoying and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um the what, is what the fuck was I talking about? God damn it. I mean, again, you defended fucking She-Hulk. You can die in a fucking hole there, Mike. Um, I, I
0: said it before. There was parts of it I liked. And the aspect of what She-Hulk is in the comics is She-Hulk's very similar in aspects to Deadpool, where she breaks the fourth wall, she has a lot of humor and stuff like that. And they played up on that trope in the She-Hulk series but it's so different than what people were expecting and what people know of like what a Marvel show is and I also don't think it was done well it was done well enough I knew what they were trying to do but it wasn't done well but there were aspects again I enjoyed uh I thought there was a lot of great humor in the show but
2: it just didn't seem to know what it wanted to do. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I think, it, I think that makes sense. I don't know. Uh, Josh it does is to cool. me, yeah. fucking quiet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, my big thing with the Marvel movies, like I grew up reading the comics, right? used to have a whole fucking little library with them. Mm-hmm. And it seems like recently, especially recently, they changed so much of the source material to try and fit a story that they don't know. So it kind of ties back into what you were saying, both of you were saying, but it's like if they were to take a big step back, pause and just take that extra time, I think they could get back on track. But I don't, I don't think they're going to, which sucks.
0: I actually have better faith than that. Um, the reason being is recently they announced that they were uh, bringing back Jon Favreau to be ostensibly the content officer for Marvel when it comes to the shows and movies. So he'll be the one kind of laying out the plans of what's going on for all the additional phases through everything. And yeah, he kind of was the one that did the initial layout for the first three phases. So I have faith that he'll be able to do good. The thing I'm really excited for is what they're working towards right now uh, in the, the phases.
2: See, that's the that's the thing. Like they're finally like spoilers if you haven't wasted your money seeing the fucking Marvels they fucking they're bringing you know X-Men and fucking fan four stick uh, into the MCU finally something that every single Marvel fan has been wanting ever since Disney bought fucking Fox and like I feel like no one gives a fuck anymore because of how fans have been fucking treated yeah. and I, I'd say like how fans mm-hmm. have been treated in that like Fans are being blamed because um, Captain Marvel fucking bombed at the box office. And it's like, no, fuck you. That, that's not how that's not how market works. That's not how the market works. You don't fucking blame fans for not seeing your shit movie if you're putting out a shit movie. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yep. But I mean, because I, I used to be excited for the fucking X-Men to, you know, Come into the MCU, but now like I'm like, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if I can be excited for them. Um, Which also, this is just another fucking side tangent. But like, did you hear about like the controversy with fucking Blade, the Blade movie that came out Mm -hmm. during? Well,
1: for those of you that the nineties.
2: No, no, they're they're doing Blade in the MCU with uh, his butcher his oh, name. Oh, the new the uh, new Blade,
1: the new uh, one. Yeah,
2: yeah. So okay. it was it was Blade in name only. Um, it was it was going to be what's his Mahershal Ali, right? Mahershal <laughs> Ali, yep. Okay. Um, great actor. It was going to he is a great actor and that's why like he was going to walk off the set because, or he was going to quit because the name of the movie is blade and the leading actors in that movie were three women. And then blade was just kind of a background character.
1: No shit. Yeah. That's, I didn't I mean, hear that's it was the the three women.
0: I did hear that it was going to be four leads and like blade was going to be there, but he wasn't the lead. Because they're also going to have The Black Knight, which is John, the only character Jon Snow plays, uh, Kit Harrington. Uh, he was going to be in it. And it sounds like the story they were trying to do is actually the Midnight Suns story. Um, but if we're going to do that, do a Midnight Suns movie and not Blade.
2: Right. And don't call it fucking Blade. Cause that's fucking false advertising. So I'm shocked that they. <laughs> well, the movie hadn't come out yet, so they can't be sued about false advertising yet. But. Um, I mean, yeah, that, that was the thing was, or that's again, what I heard was that it was going to be three female leads and blade was in it just to be there to try and sell the movie. And that's such so, bullshit. Exactly. Well, so that's, but... <sighs> that, yeah, again, that's just what the rumor I heard. Maybe you heard differently. Obviously Mike did, but, um. conceptually
0: it's the same concept it's he was not going to be the only lead like he wasn't going to be the lead he was going to be in an uh, an assembly or not assembly um a group of people um because they were trying to do the midnight suns which is a great concept because the midnight suns is a good story and something different
2: but like you said do blade if you're gonna do blade do blade um because blade's a great character on his own I mean, the per- well, the first two Blade movies were great. I never picked up the comics, so I don't know any of his backstory. Well, I I know some things of his backstory, but, like, you know, I don't know much from the comics of Blade, but, um, yeah, I.
1: My, oh, my only complaint with the Blade movie, with well, with the second Blade movie, is that they nerfed the blood pack.
2: They did
0: but uh, you can blame uh, Guillermo del Toro.
1: Really?
2: He directed that movie.
1: I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like, so one of my favorite members of the blood pack was snowman. And him only getting like that, that, what was it? Maybe 30, 45 seconds of fucking screen time. And you don't even see him fight a reaper. Really? It's She's just like, song. oh, uh, God, what's the actor's name? Plays Ip Man.
2: Uh, 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 Daddy
1: Yes, him. Oh. Yeah. He was the one with the swords. And he was so cool. Like, there were scenes, like, in the comics, when Blade was fighting the Blood Pack originally, where he was, like, going blow for blow with Blade. And it was just he was he was a lot better than what they gave him. Lighthammer was the same way, mm. and then killing off priest right away was bullshit.
0: It's one of those things, though, and we saw that a lot more in older comics, uh, movies, uh, pre pre Iron Man, really um, is. You would you would see someone pick up a comic book, look at it and be like, that's a cool looking dude. Let's go and put him in. Or mm-hmm. they would say, I, we need to sell this merchandise with these named characters. I don't care how you have them in and what you do with them, but they need to be in there. And that was always some of the problem that you had with some of the older ones. Um, right. Like you look at like the Dolph Lundgren uh, Punisher. Uh, <laughs> which that's was so bad. Man. Huh? <laughs> Great fucking movie. No, not even close.
2: The Thomas Jane's version I really liked. But um, yes, that was good. And then for the Gore did end, you and a just short like short film?
0: Yes, they did. Dirty Laundry. I really like yeah. that. that uh funny. and that felt more Punisher too than most of the Punisher movie did. Um yep. I also did like the Ray Stevens one too. because uh, it was just a gore like a, a action gore movie. It was,
2: it was gore camp camp B movie. Yeah. That
1: was the war zone one, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that was good. I like that one. So, um
2: uh, but you saw a lot of that when that's people would just kind of pick
0: them up for either merchandise or that's a cool looking dude, right? Uh, to be honest, I'm a <laughs> surprised at some point we haven't seen Omega Red in something because he's such a cool looking guy.
2: He Uh,
1: was in Deadpool. He was in Deadpool Deadpool. 2. He
2: was not in Deadpool.
1: He is in Deadpool. He's in Deadpool 2. He's one of the prisoners. You see him for like 30 seconds.
2: Oh, that might be true. He doesn't say anything.
1: He doesn't do anything, but he is there.
2: Mm.
0: Black Tom Cassidy.
2: (laughs) <laughs>
0: I love how he calls everyone a racist because they kill Black Tom Cassidy
2: <laughs> he's not Black
0: <laughs> sorry, total side tangent but uh, I'm excited though for a few different things coming out right now with Marvel and we'll be moving on to DC shortly because they have their own slew of things but the way that Marvel's angling themselves and if Favreau is able to write the ship I think we have an opportunity of some great stuff, so one, we have Deadpool 3 coming out soon which is going to ostensibly be a multiverse story. I'm really hoping what they're doing is they're adapting the Deadpool kills the Marvel universe story from the comics. That seems like what they're doing. And that's so I will love the snot out of it, no matter whether it's good, bad or otherwise, because it was a great story. And then from there, they're moving on. They were initially going to move on to the King dynasty and uh, the secret wars. But it sounds like they might be not doing Kang as the big bad anymore.
2: Um, Which side? King? Well, not really. Since you bring up King, so Jonathan Majors, right? That's his name. Yes. Like <clears throat> obviously, he's being accused of some some pretty terrible stuff. Like if they still want to write the ship with King, just hire a different actor and have that King be the. What are, what are, whatever they're fucking called the um, alternate fucking king and that'd be the badass king. Uh, the variant? The king? Okay. Yeah, that's the word variant. Because um, that's, that's a lot better than just like well I mean, again, no one's fucking seen the movies or TV shows. Um, so <clears throat> you know, it's Which is sad because Loki season 2 was so good. Um, like it was it was pretty good. I, I did like the ending. Yeah.
0: So going in with that, like it sounds like they might be moving away from doing that Kang storyline and kind of just leaving it to fall off, but they might be writing it with something else. And they're working towards the Secret Wars movie. Um as its new version of Endgame. Which if they do it like the current, the second Secret Wars that they did in the comics, where they have Battle World and everything else like that, that excites the snot out of me. Because in the comics, that Secret Wars movie, they merged all of the different universes to, into one and to kind of cherry pick some of the best characters and best things from those different universes. It's how we have Miles Morales inside mm-hmm. of the current version of uh, the Marvel Universe for that but they did so much cool stuff they had a whole uh police like unit known as the thor Corps, where they had a bunch of different versions of thor as like a, a police uh a policing unit they have walled off a section of this area in battle world where it was nothing but the marvel zombies and if you were if you have betrayed god doom who's the guy that's ruling it uh if you betrayed him or did anything he didn't like or anything else, he would throw you over into the Marvel zombies area. There was a lot of awesome stuff in that story. It was one of the best stories runs that they've been done in a long time, and that sounds right. like what they're going to be doing in secret wars
2: and I mean,
1: I can only hope
2: i mean, yeah, I mean that sounds cool and all but like i don't I don't know fucking. Are, do we do do we just all need to take a break from fucking superhero movies and shit? Or because again, like I don't I don't fucking know. It's it's frustrating. It's all hell. Um, if we can make it the Secret Wars,
0: what that does after that point is allows a single universe for all of the superhero movies um, in Marvel. And it gives them the ability of doing ostensibly reboots for all of the characters and everything else from that point on. And if done right, I would do secret wars. And then I wouldn't have another Marvel movie for like three to five years after that <laughs> to give time for it to be fresh and then go, that being said, they're never going to do that because
2: money, but right. That's what I would do. Um, yeah, they'll, they'll never do that. Yeah. Uh, that then moves um, on, though. Sorry, go ahead. So, I mean, again, I'm just all over the fucking place with this. But, like, just because you said secret, se- uh, secret Wars and I fucking watched Secret Invasion and that was fucking dog shit. That was other dog shit. So, I don't, I don't fucking know. I hate it. I hate it all. Well, Secret Invasion and Secret Wars are two totally different stories um, in the comics. Right. I understand that. I, I get that. I do. Trust me. Um. Yeah. I don't, I don't fucking know. Josh, you call in. You fucking say something. <laughs> do
1: you, you call in. <laughs> call in? You mean tag in?
2: Yeah. That's the word.
1: <laughs> Good job. a I'm so lost on like what you were trying, like the point you were trying to get across. I'm just like, wait, where in the fuck is he going with this?
0: But, so is actually the perfect uh, example of the current uh, audience I mean. for Marvel as it is right now, or superhero movies in general, because as as much as you are a hater for most everything in the world, you mm-hmm. want stuff to be good, but so much stuff is not good to you and you, again, I'm an apologist for a lot of things, as we all know, where it comes to like comic books and star Wars and so on and so forth. But you are closer to what the common uh, civilian watching these kind of shows are. And you're a prime example of what people are doing right now. People are seeing like, this is you are what people are, have that feeling for, for the majority of people out there. That's why we're not having these, you know, billion dollar superhero movies anymore. It's because people are tired. People are tired of all of the spaghetti against the wall. Even if something's great, they're not going to go see it because everything else has been crap around it.
2: But, like, I feel like that's an easy easy way out. So, like, yes, obviously I'm a commoner. Um, thanks for that uh, vote of confidence there. Um, but like Spider-Man fucking, uh, far from no way home. home, no way home. Yeah. Spider-Man far, uh, no way home that fucking, you know, that made a shit ton of money. Obviously that came out fucking two years ago, but like guardians, um, guardians was the guardians three was very profitable. This was, um, so like, is it just cause it's, is it? because of the actors that are in it now or is it well i don't think so because i don't think i think tom cruise all his bad stuff he's the last um actual you know uh like big name actor that can sell a movie based on his appearance alone um i think i don't know i don't know but like top gun last year made a billion dollars uh and then ghost protocol from what i understand it did really well at the box office. I haven't seen it, but, um, um, I mean, I don't know what I'm getting at. It's frustrating as fuck that they're not, (laughs) that, you know, they're, they being Marvel are just shit right now with everything when they used to be so dominant and fucking, um, so dominant and, Hi, high quality. High quality. Thank you for mentioning yep. that sentence.
0: And I, I don't disagree with you. Like I said, it's so much crap spaghetti against the wall. But I, I do think because people have so much fatigue of crappy or less expected quality of movies that Marvel should be coming out with, that when we do have a good one like Guardians 3 that may, was profitable, that could have easily been a billion-dollar movie. If... They were learning off the same hype and the same amount of Marvel love that they had in the original first three phases, right? You Mm -hmm. could have easily gotten that two – maybe not a billion dollars, but close to it. Uh, But it's not going to see that light of day because people are so fatigued about crap movies. They just don't want to go because it's like, oh, man, it's not going to be good. And then someone's like, oh, no, actually, it was pretty good. Really? I'll wait for it to make it to streaming. That's how all of that's going right now. So I do think that the fatigue and the amount of garbage being brought out by superhero movies in general, people are so not wanting to rush to go see something like they were eight years ago.
2: I mean, just strictly talking Marvel here. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Um, um, Because, I mean, look at the, the, say, the box office, like, because what they're releasing is, like, just across the board, what studios are releasing are just terrible. Mm -hmm. But, like, Mm -hmm. Five Nights at Freddy, which, you know, again, that was released on both streaming and in theaters, and that movie made a shit ton of money. It's still making money. Yep. So, like, um. It's also a new IP. yeah, that's, that's true. But like Barbie made a billion dollars this fucking, this summer. New IP. Um, yeah, that's, that's true. Maybe, maybe it's just, yeah, superhero fatigue. Because again, the, the shitty Flash movie, <coughs> um, which spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, um, I'm gonna go ahead and spoil it for you. Uh, he ends up in the, uh, Batman Robin universe and that's exactly where he needs to die. <laughs> is in the Batman-Robin film cinematic (laughs) universe. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I I popped popped for that. Yeah, I did too. I mean, I popped for it in that that's where you deserve to die. This (laughs) entire Flash franchise. I mean, I don't give a shit about the Flash, so I'm the wrong person to ask about it. Because all I'm about is fucking Batman. On uh, the Batman Star movie,
1: Star the, the newest Batman movie was great. It was fantastic. It, and it we're probably. getting, it develops like such a, a love for a character. that norm, like the Penguin is mm. who I'm referencing. who doesn't normally get a lot of love when you think of Batman's rogue gallery. And now he's getting his own spin off on Max whenever that's supposed to come out. Vector. And it's something that people are looking forward to. Because it was mm-hmm. done right. They took their time with it. The story wasn't like over the top and convoluted. And they weren't just throwing it. Like everybody was there for a reason.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not just because they could be there. Yeah. Right. And the Joker, the Joker was another movie that was like that. Yeah. Which also has a movie
0: coming out next year.
1: Yeah. The Folly I Do or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> so which I, I'm looking forward to because the Joker movie was so goddamn good, and like the end, like the setup towards another movie was so good that it was one of those things that it's like I'm I want to see more of this. I need to see more of it. Where Marvel is not doing that currently. <laughs> Well, and the fact that the Batman and the Joker movies aren't related to a universe, I think, also helps it out.
0: I agree with that because then they're not like tied to a thing. The other thing, too, for both of those movies is they're different, right? They're not trying to follow the same path as they have done with the other, like, other movies have done. And that's mm-hmm. um, one of the big flaws right now with the Marvel movies and what DC tried to do with the, uh, the Justice League universe. Uh, it's they follow the specific formula in trying to do the movies and that makes it very hard the later on you go if you you don't grow you die right and the Batman movie was a detective movie which Batman's the world's greatest detective nails it perfectly and then you have the Joker movie which is kind of a psychological thriller almost where it you don't know what's really going on. You don't know how much of it's in his head. You don't know anything about what's going on at the whole movie. It's very, very good in that aspect. And I'm hoping that the next two of those will be very good. I hope I, I honestly hope that, uh, the penguin movie or the penguin uh, TV series that they're doing is completely different than the Batman movie. Like in, uh, Cin- cinematography, I think well, I would well, like to have it something very similar, but in mm-hmm. tone and story, I'd like to have it different because it's something different.
1: See, and I think they're going to do that the way the way that I've seen, like, just on the internet about it, is it is going to be a more of a gangster movie, and I'm a huge gangster mob movie fan. I would have never guessed. <laughs> so, but I I also think what Marvel did set the tone for so many other franchises to fail outside of Marvel because it becomes very discouraging to look at a movie and then say, Oh, well we're doing a cinematic universe after that. Mm -hmm. And everyone has that same thought, Jesus Christ. Now I have to watch this one. I'm going to have to watch the next one. If I don't watch that one, then I can't watch the third one. I mean, Universal tried it with the mummy that was supposed to be the dark universe and the mummy failed. The mummy fucking flopped because it was so goddamn bad. But yeah, it it becomes very discouraging when you have that, that no of, I cannot miss a single movie for the next five to six years to get the full story that I'm looking for.
2: Yeah, that's what
0: makes a lot of this so hard is is that actual aspect and then then changing format, right? So mm-hmm. Marvel during Phase 4 changed their format where they put a majority of their stuff on TV, on the streaming network. And people either didn't care to watch it or uh didn't pay or didn't like want to pay for it to watch it or what have you, or they thought they didn't have to, right? But then you look at the Marvels again, like we've been talking about the Marvels. You have two characters, two of the leads in that movie, that all of their backstory, all of their origin, all of the history for them are in movies or in the in the Disney shows. Uh, you know, Miss mm-hmm. Marvel had her own show, and then uh, you had uh, Specter, who had uh, was created in the Wandavision show, and if you go in as just a commoner who didn't watch any of that stuff, didn't do the homework, you would have been super confused about like who are these other two people? What the hell is going on? Because right? you had to do homework. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's never gonna work well to have extra homework done for people. Like the the proper way to do it is exactly like, the way I think that I like the way that they did with Loki, right? So, Loki's starts the series off right after Endgame, like during Endgame, where it's the Loki of Endgame that uh, uses a Tesseract to run away. That's the mm-hmm. Loki we follow. And uh, up to this moment, everything that happens in the Loki series has no real effect on what's happening in the movies. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to change by the time we get to. uh, uh, secret Wars, but up to that point, it doesn't affect anything, right? Uh, similar with uh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight had no effect on what was going on in the movies. It was a side story. In a, it, it was in the world. Things have happened around it, but it was outside of all of that. that was also, what was so good about the uh, Netflix uh, Marvel movies is they were taking place technically in the Marvel movie world. But you never had an interaction. You never had so-and-so roll up or whatever. And people complained about it. But you realize now that that's how genius it was. Is you didn't need to have them in there. And you can keep them separated because the world's massive. You don't need to have that focus on there the whole time. But um, and hell, Hawkeye did a really good version of this too. Where Hawkeye's whole story affects nothing. What well, happens in the Marvel movies but was affected
2: based off of the Marvel movies. It was created because of the Marvel movies. So, I'm, um, uh um, that- oh, sorry, go ahead, Saul. sorry, the I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say here, but like, I mean, that was the thing, like the, it was a street level Shows or whatever, and if reports are to be believed about what's happening with fucking uh, what's it called? Daredevil that they're having to retool everything again is because, again, the writing sucks. Hire better writers, Disney, you pieces of shit. Um, and I mean, not anymore, they're losing billions of dollars for their shit. <laughs> um, I mean this obviously isn't Marvel related, but you know, there are other new Pixar movie or yeah, I think it's Pixar uh, or Disney animation studios. One of the two, sure. Wish, about Wish. You know, obviously. Yeah. Wish just came out and that fucking bombed. So, um, which is funny
0: because I heard it was really good.
2: I heard it was terrible. So we're and- listening to two different things.
0: Well, I've been to listening uh, to people who actually went to see the movie not critics. So,
2: I mean, critics went inside. There's like a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes and then like a 47%. Again, I saw this last week, a 47% uh, fan score. So, Yeah, but I've it, talked but to like
0: four or five people who went to see it and they took their kids and stuff and
2: they said that they liked it. So I was thinking about taking my girls to go see it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, well. You you hang out with mouth breathers, so that's that's probably why. <laughs> I do hang out with you, yes. Simpletons. Simpletons that fucking like Marvel movies and or Marvel T V shows and that are just terrible. So, I, I have to yeah. do
0: this with everybody by the way. I'm an apologist for these Marvel and Star Wars movies with everybody. 'Cause these things are made for me, man. And I think that's the biggest thing. Like I've been a Marvel I've been a comic book okay. fan and a Star Wars fan my whole life. So all of this stuff is made oh, for me.
2: I have, I've been a fucking Star Wars fan since fucking I first saw Star Wars the first one. Really, but you just choose to hate. That's that's true, but it's because it's not quality. It's just the
1: way Here I you look go, at some of movie reviews, having said that, is it's almost like, you know how they say addiction takes over because you're always chasing that first high. He got the first high off of those first movies and he's trying to recreate it and it's just not getting the same anymore.
2: Yeah. I mean, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, I could feel that actually. Like,
0: if I go back and watch uh, the sequels, the Star Wars sequels movies, I don't have that same feeling like I did when I watched the original Star Wars movies with them. I just don't. It's, and I'm never going to because I'm not that same person I was when I watched them. And when I go watch the originals, I have that nostalgic feeling of being there and enjoying it when I watch
2: them. Oh, but, hold on, but, Disney has fucked up Star Wars so much that again, this was supposed to be a Marvel or that's the superheroes film yes, film but movie. but like Disney has fucked up <laughs> so badly with Star Wars that people are pining for the fucking prequels. They're saying how great those fucking prequels were. That's well, how badly okay, Disney I love those prequels. Up. Okay, uh, this it is works. actually exactly what I was going to say.
0: Is and Josh is a prime example of this. People enjoyed the prequels were the kids who grew up watching the prequels as kids, as we were when we were watching Star Wars, the originals, the first time. My daughter, who loves Star Wars, her Star Wars movies, the ones that re- relate to her the most, that she feels the most connection with, are the sequels. So I enjoyed the sequels via my daughter, like vicariously through my daughter. I really enjoyed them. I won't sit and watch them by myself, but I'll sit and watch them with my daughter and watch how she glows watching them because that's her Star Wars movies. They're not mine.
2: They're hers now. I mean, that's, that's you know, fine. That's,
1: and I think that's what a lot of these, a lot of those movies, like the Star Wars movies are trying to do is just trying to Reach out to that new audience, introduce them to what stories we had growing up and what we fell in love with, you know, but trying to modernize it so that it does reach a new target audience. It's money. It's always money. Yep.
0: Well, and it's not just that, too. The times are so different. Um, I've had my my youngest daughter or my oldest daughter who likes the, the sequels sit down and watch the originals with me. And
2: she thinks they're slow and boring. Why, why? I thought
1: the same that, thing watching them after seeing episode one.
0: And it's wow, because it's right. a, it's it's a difference. I don't get me wrong, I I love the originals, right? But it, it's just a difference in the way that they kids and Josh, who's the size of a child uh, all interpret all, all of these movies. Now, the, the way they ingest these movies, they have these certain expectations. And when you have these slow-burn story ones that are done in a different storytelling style than what they're used to, it's slow
2: and boring. Uh, I love Willow. Willow's one of my favorite movies of all time. And my daughters think it's slow and boring. Did she enjoy the oh, fucking shitty one. TV show? No, because... She thought the other one was so important. boring.
0: She wouldn't have sat down to watch it with me. And you should have had I was met, like the only um, person in the world that actually enjoyed them. So
2: <laughs> you clearly were. It's so it's, popular they removed it off of fucking streaming. You know, so not, good choice there, Mike.
0: <clears throat> there again, that's the stuff that was made for me. That Willow series was made for me. So
2: you're a 12 year old girl. That makes sense.
0: Man, did you see my pigtails? Um, But coming back to these movies, um, and let's talk again about DC. I'm I'm somewhat excited and worried at the same time for the Aquaman movie coming
2: out in a couple of weeks.
0: And the the large reason I'm excited for it but also worried for it. I I actually like Jason Momoa as Aquaman because he kind of makes Aquaman a little more than um, the whiny bitch that he sometimes gets portrayed as. But the story that it looks like they're telling is one of the darkest stories in DC. Aquaman's spoilers, by the way, for anyone watching the movie in case it doesn't go down this path. In the comic books, Aquaman's son is killed in the movie or in the, in the comics uh, from one of his enemies. And in the movie, he has a new son. Like, he has a new baby boy. And I'm terrified they're going to kill him off. But I'm, I'm kind of excited sure not- to see if they're
2: going to go with that story. I, I'm pretty sure that they're going to kill off fucking, what's her name, Amber Heard. oh yeah they're They're totally gonna kill her off I'm not worried about the trailer
0: (laughs) yeah Um, but there's a scene in the trailer you see where the lighthouse is being destroyed and Mm -hmm. you see him shortly after a little bit later in the trailer after it has been destroyed of Aquaman crying and you see and mind you they do this in trailers all the time where they like hide and remove stuff or I do remove stuff so to not spoil things. But you see mm-hmm. his mom and his dad
2: from a wide shot after it's been destroyed, but you don't see Mira and you don't see the baby. So I'm terrified and kind of excited about them doing re adapting this story. Um I say good. Kill the kill the baby. The baby, so.
0: Um, but this is the last of the
2: uh, Zack Snyder, uh, universe of the mm-hmm. DC. The
0: following from this is going to be what they're calling the God of Monsters, uh, universe, which is going to be done by James Gunn, who of course did all the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. So I'm intrigued to see how this is going to go. Um, technically the Blue Beetle movie is part of that but not 100% part of that because that was not James Gunn that ran that he was just kind of there at the end Um, the first official James Gunn's God of Monsters that they're going to be doing is the Superman Legacy and I'm intrigued to see how that's going to go they have Nicholas Holt as uh, Lex Luthor in that which one's he he was the guy that played Young Beast in the uh, late
2: X-Men release.
1: Can't stand him. Really? I don't like the way his face looks. It bothers me. Something Ow. about him bothers me. Wow. Well, that's sorry. Right. I feel that same way about Eddie
2: Redmayne. Or, or about who? Eddie Redmayne.
0: Ooh, who that is? Uh, Newt Scamander uh, from the uh,
2: the other Harry Potter series that they did. the uh,
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. The fantastic beats. Yeah.
2: Sorry. So I, I feel that. um But with all that being said, the only closest comparison to what we've been
0: dealing with, with this possible superhero fatigue, and I mentioned it earlier, are Westerns and Kung Fu movies. Um, which both have had some resurgence after a while, but there was a long period of time where we didn't have, really, either. People didn't want to go see westerns or people didn't want to really go see kung fu movies. And it took a while for us to get some good ones to go through. Do we think that we do need a break from superhero movies, or do we just need to have them pull back the qual
2: a quantity of them and make better quality.
1: Hold back the quantity for sure.
2: Yeah. I think it's it definitely needs to be more <clears throat> uh more quality because obviously the shit that they've been putting out has been fucking awful.
0: I'm in agreement to a bit. I think my thought I mentioned earlier about getting to secret wars specifically with Marvel and getting to take another like two years off after that, maybe three years and then make purposeful movies, make one to two at most movies and go from there. And then if you're going to do series, do elseworld series like this is also happening in the universe somewhere else but doesn't need to have somebody there or this is a like a what if like the what if uh, animated series which is amazing by the way and I'm super excited that uh, they're doing that series uh, season 2 of that series coming on the 22nd of December Um, and they're also doing it too where they're dropping an episode a day until uh like the 29th so we're going to have like the eight or nine episodes like super quick, but that's what they should do is do like an else world or something like that, that it doesn't truly affect what's going on in the movies.
1: That'd be dope. That's something I think people can get behind. Mm
2: -hmm. Oh, I don't know. I think, I think all these, this excess in superhero movies, it it should definitely just, so definitely take a break and stop doing all these fucking. And maybe it's just the characters too. Maybe it's literally just the characters. Um, well, I I think you can have, have characters. Fun. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I mean, like, because obviously, like, because they're talking about bringing back fucking Captain America and Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. Um, sorry, I'm blanking on Captain America's Chris. One of the Chris Evans. Like, you know, are people opining for the days of, of that? Cause if they bring them back and then those fucking movies bomb or whatever scenario they have for those, <coughs> um, for those characters to bring them back, whether it's a TV show or whatever, like the, the, um, like that's that's how much of a fucking panic mode they're in. They being Marvel and Disney, like they're like, oh shit, our shit sucks, so we need to just go ahead and put nostalgia bait out already, even though it's been like fifteen years now or whatever, um, or two years or no, like five years since Endgame. So I don't I don't know. And from what I also hear, they they also did massive reshoots of. The Captain... The New World Order, the new Anthony Mackie-led um, Captain America movie? Yes. Oh, so did they? They're doing, yeah. Yeah, because... Things aren't right. Things are not right in the House of Mouse or fucking Marvel. But both that and
0: the uh, retooling of the Daredevil series... Both came on the heels of John Favreau taking back over as content officer.
2: So. Right, but that's that might still be like. In. But that's still like proving my point. Like, <laughs> John Favreau came in and was like, what the fuck is this shit? And yeah. you want to release this? Um, so I don't know. That's, that's my thoughts and feelings on that is that you know they're flailing so hard to try and fix what is clearly broken that they're trying to bring out nostalgia bait and everything else is just terrible and well
0: Marvel. with the nostalgia bait i because I, I had also heard the same thing about iron man and captain america but what i imagine they're going to do with it is going back to the secret wars thing they're going to involve them in the secret war story And have them there, and what you could do is ostensibly kill them off again inside of Secret Wars. So you can have them there, and because they're from a different multiverse, right, or a different universe, and have them killed off.
2: How dare you suggest such a thing? How fucking dare you?
0: I'm just saying. So, um, because one of the coolest scenes in uh, you know the Doctor Strange sequel. Was the Illuminati and having different versions of some of the heroes we knew and have them killed off? Mind you, I'm kind of sad that they did it like instantly,
2: but it was mm-hmm. cool to see them. So, which I completely forgot of the second uh, Doctor Strange movie. And I, I didn't see it in theaters, but I saw it on streaming. Um, so I'm part of the problem, definitely. why? So yep. I- movies are bombing Um, but like uh, it's uh, it was it was a movie that's the best thing I can say about it
0: it it falls in the otherwise category it wasn't really good or bad it was otherwise which generally means forgettable there were some scenes in there I really enjoyed which again the Illuminati ones was there Um, the scene preluding that where they're being chased in the sewer by, uh, evil Scarlet, Witch, I enjoyed that because it has the Sam Raimi feel of a horror movie, which is what the whole
2: reason they picked up Sam Raimi, but right. there was a lot of aspects I didn't enjoy. So, um, I mean, and again, like they brought in America, whatever her job is. Is that that's the character's name, right? Yeah, America Chavez. Okay. Um, like they they brought her in. Nobody gives a fuck. Like all these, and I mean, I also saw like another bit of uh, like a review or whatever. Not a review, but um, somebody saying this. Like they they're bringing all these characters, but like none of them have done anything. Like in like a post end game credit or a post credits for the movie. Um, like they, in this particular example, they brought up Shang C, Shang Chi, Shang Chi. Um, and like they, he, you know, he had his movie. It, it was, it was a movie also. I don't Mm -hmm. remember it being like good, but they're like, he hasn't shown up in shit like ever since. So like this world that they're continuing to build, it's just getting so massive that like, No one gives a fuck. Yeah. Not a a single person.
0: Shane Chi is a harder one to explain of what the hell he's doing right now. Um, But some of the other ones, such as America Chavez and uh, some of the others, what they're planning on doing with them is actually making a uh, Young Avengers Uh, I don't know if it'll be a series or a movie but they're going to be doing that and she'll be part of that Um, they actually teased that at the end
2: of the Marvel's movie Uh, spoilers if you haven't seen it yeah like I I also heard that but like who gives a fuck you know like they're great They're, um, they're they're making a young Avengers but like again it's getting so massive that like I guess it, it, I'm saying the same thing as like too much homework. Like the world's getting so massive and mystical and all this other shit that no one gives a fuck. Yeah, it's
0: it's hard to really understand what they're trying to do with this and see it. Um, initially, the plan that they were going to do uh, based off of what you know, Feige, it's and some stuff like that is following Endgame. They were planning on trying to do more um space based like stories and stuff like that and not be so Earth bound. Uh mm-hmm. I'm not sure where that went from there, but that's like uh where shang Chi was supposed to end up is in some involvement in some of that because the ten rings that he wears were supposed to be some kind of alien tech. But then that just kind of seemed to die on the vine. Um and then the mystical end, it sounds like they were planning on making, oh. like I said, Blade be part of the Midnight Suns, which
2: is their um, team to fight against the Supernatural. Which also, just side note, so like the Marvel's whole plot was like the fucking Bengals, right? Like the yeah. the, the Bengals were what the good Bengals or wristbands or whatever they're called, the good the good ones and then the bad ones.
0: They were right. known as the Mega Bands. It was actually just one set. Uh, it just happened to be okay. that they found one, and Miss Marvel had the other. Which again, you had to have watched the show to understand any of it but because like, homework.
2: But like so, like um, in Secret Invasion, what's, what's her face has all the powers now. So, like one shouldn't she also? Um, because, you know, whenever they use the power at the same time, they try and switch places or whatever. Shouldn't. And I guess that's also like another point is like consistency. So from what I understand, the Nick Fury in Secret Invasion is obviously different than the one in, um, uh, Secret Wars. The yeah, the one in the Marvel's movie is different than the Secret Invasion, um, Nick Fury. So that's that's not sure how he would be different in the the fact that like he was very, I mean, again, I haven't seen the Marvels, but I did see secret invasion. And from what the trailer made it seem, it's that like, you know, he's literally Nick Fury and in the Marvels and like, he doesn't act all somber and like, he just saw all of his friends die and shit. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, So that's, I mean, that's the only only bit of information I'm going off of. Because again, I did not see um, the Marvel, but I did see Secret Invasion. And people are saying that he's a different character between the two IPs. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, but I guess I'm trying to think.
2: There's nothing that there's nothing that says that it couldn't be um, secret invasion couldn't have taken place after the marbles. Don't they? I mean, again, I haven't seen them, so I don't fucking know. But like, um, yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah, I, I, I guess there's nothing to say that they don't take place after, but like. I mean that's the thing too. is like it's not consistent, right? So like it's not they're not talking about secret invasion. Oh, also another thing, they're not talking about the fucking Eternals because like yeah, they've talked about in like a news headline the you know the giant fucking hand and face sticking out of the ocean. See, you, Matt. Um, yeah. What, yeah. Whatever it's called. Um, so like they they won't talk about that in the movies and like that's the thing that happened in Eternals which again no one saw because Eternals was also shit it was not good I wanted it to be good but it was not good I too wanted it to be good and that's probably when I like started being like Marvel you okay you feeling okay
0: (laughs) but again I think that a lot of that stuff like if you look at a lot of these there it seems like there was no through line for them as you saw in the first three uh phases there wasn't a through line for each movie again they were just throwing poop spaghetti against the wall to see what stuck and if fevere was able to write the strip by being the content officer to have everything go through him to say yes this makes sense no this doesn't make sense we can't do this because you know this is using that or a um, tweak this because it's a nod to the other movie, or what, what have you. Like, that's what they need. They need a content officer to
2: essentially manage all of that. And hopefully, um, Favreau does a good job. I mean, yeah, I hope so too. Because so it sounds like Kevin Feige is fucking Dunzo there, or no, no, he-, he still
0: runs the show. Um, he's just okay. he's kind of the the big big boss now and uh, you just have Favreau there to kind of be like making sure that everything makes sense kind of thing like everything flows through kind of thing like a showrunner
2: for uh, a show just this is a long show hmm yeah I mean more power to him hope it hope he fucking writes the shit but that yeah i hope he writes the shit but um yep. <clears throat> fucking dc is still i mean again james gunn's shit hasn't come out so who fucking knows how that's gonna go over um
1: he, but he i, mean, did I well with- had
2: faith i i have a uh,
0: faith with james gunn at the moment Uh, He did well with the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Um, He did the better of the two versions of the Suicide Squad. Uh, I still like the other one. Um, He did the Peacemaker series with John Cena. That was really fun.
2: Peacemaker was good. Um, I did enjoy Suicide Squad, the second one. And then um, Guardians, obviously, all three of them, I did enjoy. Yeah. So we'll just have to see how it goes. I, I guess. but All right. Do we have anything else on the topic we want to talk about? I think Josh fell asleep. I, I think, think so, think so too. happened there during this <laughs> entire conversation. And the fact, I mean, he's breathing pretty fucking heavily. I know. It <laughs> sounds like he's snoring. Yeah. Did he fucking fall asleep? Is this a shoot right yeah. now? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Holy shit, Josh, you piece of shit.
0: All right. Well, with that all being said, guys, let us know what your thoughts are about uh, if we're tired of superhero movies or not. Reach out to us on our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, TikTok. Nope, Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, slash X, at Be Hero Media. You can also reach out to me directly at Mike DCW on Facebook, Instagram, and and TikTok, as well as Mike Berg Pro on uh, Twitter, and then you can also reach out to the So Well at
2: Don underscore So underscore Well on all the social medias. On all the stupid socials, and you can reach out to Josh at Nyquil, courtesy of. Uh, this conversation apparently was so enthralling that he decided to fall the fuck asleep
0: right uh i believe his social is bonesawwilliamcutting um on facebook and instagram and i can't remember what the rest of them are so that's all you get for that one and then lastly uh let you guys know the shows we've got going for dcw going into the end of the year December 8th, we will be right back at Asa Saloon, Salt Lake City for Bar Fights, including a special guest uh, special guest who will be there, Kenny King from Impact and ROH. who uh, will be there doing commentary. It'll be a good time. Then, of course, December 9th, DCW's five-year anniversary show in Salt Lake. I'm super excited for it. It's going to be a huge show we'll have the likes of EC3 Kenny King of course will be also there we're going to have the uh the man with the kids Heath Slater uh and so much more uh we'll be also doing the uh case chaos match once again of uh, which I won last year and that's how I got my uh opportunity to uh win my title so that one would be a great show, and tickets are available for both of those. We also will be up in Ogden again on December 15th for Tussle Time, and then right back in Salt Lake December 28th for New Year's Bash at Liquid Joe's. Tickets are all available right now, and for that five year anniversary show, if you reach out to me on my socials again, Mike Burke DCW uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and Mike Burke Pro on Twitter. I am actually giving a $5 off on your tickets. So that will be a huge savings for you, but you have to reach out to me before Friday of next week. Well, this like, yeah, next week as it airs. Uh, so reach out to me before December 8th for that discount.
2: All right. Anything else? Will? Um, suck at Marvel and Disney and <laughs> suck at Josh for falling the fuck asleep. All so right. is this how this is going to fucking go now? Is that Josh has fallen asleep? Is our one listener also going to fall asleep? Well, she's probably asleep next, next to it. him. Next um, next
0: well, for the rest of Be Hero Media and for the sleeping beauty that is Josh Martinez, we have been slightly agitated. I hope you guys have a good night.
2: Bye. Fuck you so well.